I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omorda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. Do you remember we were out having coffee about two weeks ago and I had Logan with me? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember he posed the question to us and we it looked was, at each other completely baffled? It was holidays, wasn't it? It was around holidays, yeah. It was what is the origin or where does April Fools come oh, from? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, I, in attempting to answer it for him, right, uh, I went right down a rabbit hole. Right, Good rabbit hole or yeah, conspiratorial grabber hole. No, it's actually okay. fascinating. So fascinating, in fact, that we're going to do a whole podcast on it nice. right now. So, yeah. Go. Um, Before you get into it, right. you should probably give Logan a shout out. Absolutely, for yeah. Listen, Logie, you're a legend. That was a great topic. And I've gone right down a rabbit hole here with lots of interesting information. So I'm sure when you're listening to this, you'll be on the couch in the kitchen with your cup of tea. And you're going to enjoy this one now, Logie, right? So yeah. this is for you, buddy. And your dad told me that you're the sponsor of this podcast <laughs> yeah. because you taught up the idea. So you owe us money. <laughs> Good man. Right. Anyway, right. So th- there are several origin stories, right? Some of them are quite mundane. Some of them are interesting. And I've just got origin stories to April Fool's. Yes. Yeah. It's the right. same with the Medusa thing. Yeah. I just zoomed in on something that yeah. triggered yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few of them are quite interesting. So I'm going to go with these couple that we have anyway. And they're from various periods of history, right? The yeah. earliest one seems to be ancient Rome. Okay. Right? And the festival of Hilaria, right? As in hilarious, Latin for joy. Right. Right. So followers of the cult of Sybil, right? Or the Magna Mater, as she was also known. Sybil. Sybil. Like Sybil. Faulty. Yeah. Basil, Basil's wife. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sybil. Okay. Now it's, it's spelled C-Y-B-E-L, but I'm, I'm assuming that's it's Sybil. Yeah. It's Sybil yeah. Faulty. Right. Anyway, yeah. So she's also known as Magna Mater, which is Latin for the Great Mother. Okay. Right. So anyways, followers of Sybil Faulty would dress in disguises every April and mock other citizens, even magistrates. Oh, even, and, like, and that was like they didn't get yeah. punished for it. No, That's no. the same as in... They did it in the life of Brian. There was a whole street of them. You know Monty Python's life of yeah, Brian? Yeah, yeah. There's that. a whole street of them. Not the Messiah. And He's Brian is trying to hide from the soldiers chasing him, so he joins them. And they did yes! it. They did it in Gladiator. Yeah. Do you remember um, Maximum, what Decimus Meridius, whatever his fucking name is, makes a show of the emperor in the. In the Colosseum. Yeah, are you not entertained? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, that's long before. That was North Africa. I mean, when he talks, when... Oh, yeah, when, yeah, no, sorry, yeah. When, when yeah. Caesar does his thumb down to kill the guy and yeah. Maximus won't, doesn't yes. kill him and makes a show and Caesar comes down to him and he turns back on him. Yeah. After that episode, all the street vendors and theatre actors mm. are making a show of... Caesar and so Maximus by, yeah, by being comedic they're about they're it. Okay. And they're not getting punished by the legislators and the government okay, because so it's freedom of expression. It's right. freedom of art and First Amendment, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. In ancient Roman times. Yeah, there well. you go. So it all comes from somewhere. Yeah, and those guys would have been 
followers of the cult symbol then yeah yeah you know most likely like that's one of the earliest kind of representations of what we come to know now as political lampoon and the likes of spitting image or you know yeah yeah i love spitting image who was your favorite character in spitting image that that was written by what's his face ben ben elton ben elton yeah and he was a big writer it was on that. voice you know we've done a lot of the voices on that who you know rimmer from red dwarf chris barry yeah yeah done a lot he done ronald reagan he done ronald reagan now was my favorite uh, one brilliant yes Fucking stupid. Uh, it's got. I actually watched it back. Like you can get it on BritBox and stuff online. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched it back, and now looking at it, you can actually see Chris Barry. You can actually, yeah, yeah like you'd actually know it was him. He done Reagan. Can you imagine Reagan. what lampooning would be done by spitting image of governments today? Well, they have oh. done. They brought out one in twenty twenty. Did I see it? No. They re. Yeah, they brought. Well, they even twenty twenty is old by by yeah. UK standards. Oh, considering the government yeah. changes that have gone on yeah. can you imagine what they'd be doing yeah, and no, can you imagine don't. the fucking fun they would have with Boris Johnson oh they have they've had Jesus great. that'd be right they have to go back and watch it yeah. Donald Trump and Boris Johnson Trump Absolutely. would be great as well oh, yeah. brilliant right Family Guy did it great <laughs> Trump has a new best friend in it it's this green glove called Roni Jesus Caroni <laughs> yeah it's his best friend oh it's it's hilarious well some of it's hilarious Jorgen Klopp very fun. Yeah, Very fun. yeah. Just Mr. Nice Guy. People sending him boxes of excrement. He's like, oh, look at this lovely present that I got today. <laughs> he does a total nice guy, but very funny. Yeah, no, some of them are brilliant. Some of them are yeah. really, really good, but they're not not as good as the old SO. It's it not. Never it never is. is. It no. never is. It never is. No. So, anyway, yeah, so spitting image. Jesus, that's really brought me back. Anyway, right, so one of the more kind of solid and more uh, recent, well, when compared to ancient Rome, origins of what we know now as April 1st would have been from France in 1582, the Julian calendar became the Gregorian calendar. Okay. And that was done because of an underestimation of the actual time that it takes yeah. the air. Okay, before you go there, Yeah. why was it Julian and why Gregorian? Okay, well, Julian was Julius Caesar. Okay, so yeah, fair his, enough. All right. You know, that was his calendar, and then July is also Julius. That's his month. Is it? Yeah. I thought that was that was God's. No, I thought that no, was all God's. No, I think it is when you. Oh, I don't know, but I know Julian is definitely Julius Maybe. Caesar. July is Julius Caesar. August. Yeah. August. No, I thought it was all God's. I'll have to look that up now. There's another one that we can have a look into. Yeah. You know, for one of these days. Anyway, yeah. So. It's, so they went from the Julian to the Gregorian, and Gregorian is Pope Gregory. Right. right? Not so, to do with the monks. No. Although it's probably something to do with the monks in a very roundabout way. Because yeah, because they're they were probably monks. called yeah, after yeah, him yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so Gregorian calendar basically, it was Julian calendar had basically underestimated how long it takes the earth to circumnavigate the sun. To, okay. to orbit. Yeah, to circumnavigate. What is that, a fucking ship? To orbit the sun, <laughs> right? And they were out by about zero zero, sorry, point zero zero seven five of a day per year. Okay. Right, which over over the course of a century, that's almost a day. And a Adds day. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, and basically it was because the spring equinox was moving further and further away from March 21st every year, okay. which is significant for Christians because Easter falls X number of days 
it's a complex algorithm that they use to calculate it, but it's X number of days each year after spring equinox. But they want it as close. Is it not 40? I'm not sure, no. Well, that's Lent. I think it's variable. Okay. I think it's variable. Uh, so basically, what for whatever reason, the Christians want March 21st to fall on or around spring equinox, because that is the date that they calculate. It's X amount of days after March 21st. Okay. Is Easter Sunday. And what the fucking Christians want, the fucking Christians, Christians get. get. Right, exactly, right. So that's, yeah, so the whole world changed. But what happened then was, as a knock-on effect of the change, March 21st used to be New Year's Day. Right. Right? Okay. Spring equinox, New Year, longest day of the year, blah, blah, all that stuff, right? When the, the calendar switched, January 4th became the New Year. Now, in France... There was a pushback against that by a certain cohort of, of non-conformists who continued for a number of years to celebrate New Year on the last week of March. Okay. Uh, it, it was a week-long celebration. The beginning of April. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It would end on the 1st of April was the right. last day of celebrations. So the conformists, the Gregorian conformists, would have made fun of the Julian non-conformists right, who yeah. wanted to continue to have New Year in April. And they would make fun of them by sticking paper fish on their back, unbeknownst to them, obviously. Okay. And the symbol of that was that it was a young, gullible fish easily caught. That must be... A fool. In school or in any job you go to, or like that, you used to have the kick-me signs that you'd stick on the back of the kid with glasses. Yeah. That must be a derivative of it. Pretty much the origin yeah, of yeah. that. And, and we're going to see even more of that now as we go on, right? Yeah. In the 18th century in Scotland... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, hang on. Before we move on, see, there you go, pushing me ahead now. Sorry, man. Before we move on, right, it was known as Poisson d'Avril, which okay. is April fish, right? April fish? Yeah. Okay, because that makes perfect sense, France. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's because they would stick paper fish on their back, which symbolised young, gullible, easily right, caught. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily yeah. caught fish. Do, is that so where it comes? Easy to Remember catch in Wayne's anyway. world? They used yeah. to do fished in, like, mm-hmm. somebody <laughs> gullible got hooked in. Yeah, that, that's exactly that be a yeah. yeah, yeah. A young gullible fish yeah. who wouldn't know that it's a hook and bait. Yeah, caught. yeah, yeah. So, and obviously their victims were See, easily caught. Wayne's World was teaching us things. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great movie. Wayne. Yeah, it is. That is a great second movie. Second one, not they so still great. Quoted. Yeah. Great idea for the second one. Just wasn't executed very well. No, like, I love the whole Jim Morrison naked Indian in the desert thing. If you build it, yeah, yeah, that was that was genius. But uh, that is so quotable that movie. Yeah, there's so many quotes that yeah. you go, like Jesus. If she was a president, she'd be Babe Brown Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. In France, she'd be called Larenard, but only her cunning to protect her. Like she's a fox, she's oh, a babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she yeah. were in France, she'd be called Larenard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't actually get that reference. That's French for fox. Ah, yeah. okay. Jesus Christ, man! Jesus, I don't know a lot of friends. Yeah, just okay. With like Poisson d'Avril. Yeah, you're doing okay. Right. Okay. Anyway, right. Getting back to the kick me signs. Right? right. Right. Scotland in the 18th century. Right. They have a, a tradition that began in the 18th century. I should say it's a two-day festival of fun. Right. March the 31st is known as hunting the gull. Yeah. The gull is a Scottish word for cuckoo. Right. It's a kind of a Slang term for cuckoo. Okay. Right? So you're hunting the cuckoo. And what they mean by that is sending people on a fool's errand. 
So you know, like in a building site, you're sent for the long stand. Oh yeah, or, or a bucket steam. Yes, exactly. So yeah. that kind of thing. That Go over there arrived. to the shed and get yeah. the tartan paint. Now I've worked in jobs where that's been going on and it's not very pleasant. Not when you're on the receiving end of it. I know it can be funny and all that, but it can tend to get out of hand. And yeah, and it's always, it's usually vulnerable newbies or whatever who get picked on. And it's, you know. Yeah, that's. Well, well, maybe it builds character, but I don't uh, know. Doesn't it? It's bollocks. I don't know. No, I don't think so. It it builds. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, how tolerated it is nowadays in the workplace. I mean, there's a lot of of changes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you'd have some old school somebody or other. I mean, geez, I worked in a factory years ago and they put a, a loaded mouth trap in my coat pocket. That's fun. Yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, like, it was. Well, the, well, there's, there was some fallout for that. Yeah, I'd say. Now, in fairness, because that was pushing the envelope yeah. a bit too far. Yeah. Now, no, yeah. Enough, but you're always like, yeah. and it is harmless fun, and I'm not saying it should be done, mm-hmm. but they go over there and get a bucket of steam. Yeah. If it's pissing rain and it's freezing out, you don't send somebody for a fucking long stand. No. You know, that's where it gets malicious. Yeah, yeah. No, it is, absolutely. And yeah. you'll always have some fucker who pushes it too far. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And that's where it becomes a problem. And that's where you end up with it a always, It's always pocket, a little yeah. bit yeah. of consternation around it and a little bit of, of a problem. Mm. But some fucker pushing it too far is where it creates a huge problem yeah yeah absolutely right and then now and april 4th then in scotland in the 18th century was tally day right they would stick tails or kick me signs on the arses of people unbeknownst to them so so would so would that that probably you know the pin the tail on the donkey thing in parties yeah would that have something to do with it Possibly. Probably some Possibly. sort of I'm not sure, derivative of it, yeah. It does seem like it. Yeah, so um, I just said tally day there. Sorry, it's taily day. T-A-I-L-I-E. Yeah, taily day. Okay. Right. That actually sounds like a very Scottish word. It doesn't, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible Scottish No, no offence, And Scotland. I should be able to do a really good Scottish that was accent. Paul, that was Paul doing it, not uh, me. I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Porter Scottish. My okay. grandmother on my dad's side was a very proud Paisley woman. And it was our 14th anniversary of her passing yesterday. So Okay. Big shout out to me. Nanny Murray. It was um, my nanny's 25th anniversary yeah. last Sunday. Oh, no way. Yeah, so shout out go. to Del's nanny yeah. as well. But uh, yeah, no, my nanny Murray, right? She, if memory serves me, she was evacuated during the Second World War. To Dublin, right? Now her parents were both Irish. They yeah. emigrated to Scotland. Then she was evacuated back during the Second World War. She never lost her accent. She spoke like a born and bred Glaswegian for her entire life. Go for. And yeah, no, it, it's really mad because like I got, I went to Liverpool for a weekend and I came back talking like that. Sorry, Liverpool. That was Paul again. Nah, here I'm not having that apology. Yeah, mate. Right. I've got a really good Scottish accent, me. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I go anywhere and I come back talking like a No, native. everywhere I've been in the world, my accent has just gotten thicker. Has it? Yeah. No, I'm yeah, completely. Yeah. I and do it, it's my not. Accent. It's not. You go somewhere in Irish and how we and all that. And yeah. You, but you, you just talk in your normal, natural brogue, yeah. no, and it just doesn't break. I've even like not a word of a lie. I was talking to two lads from the north in a beer garden one night. And by the end of the conversation, I was starting to slip into like a... Yeah, do you not get your fucking head boxed in for that? No, no. 
I don't think they even noticed. It just I had noticed yeah. a couple of words and the way I pronounced them wasn't the way I'd normally pronounce them. And that's just from having a conversation with like, someone. Yeah, but they do say the that ears. comes from a musical ear. If you, you know, if you can pick up music, just you know, kind of by listening. Yeah, yeah. Do you play musical instruments? I do. I play. I play keyboards, I play ukulele, I'm self-taught on both. So yeah. Okay, yeah, do you sing? No, I haven't. I never want an example. I have not got a note in my head. Right, and I okay. love doing karaoke, right, I do. Oh, it's, I'm so bad. Now I thought I was a marginally better, like I knew, I, I certainly knew I wasn't a great singer. It was only when I seen video of myself back in karaoke that I, a few years ago that I realised how bad Okay. I am as a singer. I'm, I'm never going really, to the pub with you. Really I'm never singer. going to the pub. Right. Really bad singer and I don't do karaoke anymore. And I love doing it, but no, it just feels it just I've never done want I've never wanted to do, I've never been talked into it. Nothing. I've loved it. Love doing it, but no. I was away on holidays in the Canary Islands years ago with two of my mates and we got late holiday in September for a week. Right. So yeah, we were yeah. like, fuck it, a couple of hundred quid. Off we go. Yeah. We were sitting in a bar and they hand around it's like a, a, a menu or a wine list but mm. it's a list of songs yeah and it's karaoke cool. it's like yeah, which yeah. one do you want to do and got to the three of us and it was put on the table and we may open it and he was like what song are you going to do and i was like i'm not fucking doing a song and he was like you're not going to do it and i went no and the other lad said i'm not doing either and he goes i know i'll give it a go Sang like a fucking angel. Yeah. Jesus, the sure voice has. on him. And like, he won the night because mm. it's it's an open mic. Yeah, yeah. He won the night. Open and he had to go back the next night and he won that too. And Ooh. he went back. And these are all different songs he's singing. Went back the third night and it was the final. And the bar owner's wife, who was a professional singer, came in and she got all the votes. Like pure fix, pure fucking fix. They're just getting bodies in, getting mouths in to yeah. drink. That's that's all it was. Yeah. But I never forgot. And no then way. I was like, fucking, where did you learn to sing, man? <laughs> then he told me that he'd been on RTE in the nineties with his band. <laughs> fucking learn to think, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I've done loads of karaoke when we were abroad. Actually, funny enough, that that actually does remind me. We were in. Oh, uh, Lanzarote, Port of Carmen, right? And the week we arrived, it was an Irish couple, a young Irish couple, they would have been in their early 20s, whatever, had just bought a bar over there and they were turning it into an Irish bar. So, as it turned out, myself and my partner and the kids were the first customers to ever walk into it when they owned it. And it was very quiet, there wasn't many people in, you know, and they'd done a bit of karaoke. And whatever, of course, I was up singing and all that. And then, you know, for the whole week we were there, we just kept going back because we got talking to them and, like, you know, what I mean, we got to know the bar staff and, and we kept going back. And there wasn't many people, like, you know, what I mean? but I had noticed on like the first or second night we did, there was a rolling keyboard, right? Hanging oh, yeah. above the bar, like, just hanging on the wall above the bar. So by the end of the, of the holiday, anyway, and they knew it was there last night and it was kind of like, you know, everything's on the house. They, they didn't even take money off us for the last night because we yeah, had been on yeah. with regularly every single day supporting them, you know. And we were sitting with them then, you know, for the, for the whole night drinking with them. And I said to them, I said, does that keyboard work? And they were like, we don't know. It was there when we bought the pub, you know. 
But the power leads out the back, but we got it down and see. And I said, yeah, go on, put it down for the crack, you know what I mean? So I took it down, and I started playing and whatever, maybe had a bit of a sing song. And I said to your one, and I said, I'll give you a hundred. Now this thing's worth about two and a half grand, three yeah, grand worth yeah, of keyboard, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It was old, it wasn't a brand new model. But it was, you know, I'd say new was about two and a half grand, probably worth five, six hundred quid. And they were kind of looking at each other and they were like, they went off and talked about it out the back, you know, and then she goes back out and she goes, I tell you what, I know how much it's worth, she says, but go on, you can have it for a hundred. Now it cost me nearly as much again to put it on the plane. I was about back. to say, it would have yeah, cost you money. Which hadn't even, they'd been yeah. drinking all, I hadn't even yeah. dawned on me. You know, how am I getting this home? Like I'm not just, you know, jumping on a bus. But uh, yeah, it cost me nearly enough, nearly as much to get home. I still have that keyboard today and I'm still playing. Okay. And that's, that's going back now. Logan was about 18 months old, so that's that's 14 years ago. Yeah. So what songs do you play? A bit of everything. Um, I play Texas, a bit of Beatles, kind of music that I like. I just yeah, I yeah. To play ball over keyboard, books back in the day. Taught myself to read music. Now I can't read music. I can read tab. I can't read music. I can read notes. Yeah. I like if you put a piece of music in front of me that I know the tune, I know which keys to press for for which note. Okay, but that's not that's not reading notes. Then. I that's know. It's going yeah. from memory. Well, no, but I know which note, like which note corresponds with which key on the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but lengths of note, rhythm, stuff like that, I'd have to be familiar with the tune. Yeah, okay. You know that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I play a little bit. I'm just a hobbyist. I'm not a professional in any shape or form. Love playing the ukulele now. That's me now. That was me lockdown thing. All right. right? Okay. The kids were learning ukulele in school, and they come home. One day with two borrowed, you know, ukuleles. They all got a ukulele in school, like to, to bring home a practice. So I picked it up one day. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go on YouTube here and see if we can get a tutorial." And within half an hour, I was playing Yellow Submarine. Like, yeah, you know, some great tutorials online. Ah, uh, you'll get any of them on on YouTube. And now something. I have pretty much all of the chords yeah. learned. So now I just go on to like the likes of Ultimate Guitar or whatever, look up the chords for a song and. Yeah, like yeah. actually, there just before we came over today, Blur released a new song yesterday. I learned to play it about three minutes this morning, just before okay. we came over. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, go. So that's my little hobby, you know. Now it drives Lisa and the kids mad, in fairness. It does, they're always like, We just put the second thing down. It's not the most melodious instrument, like it is. No, it's not. And it it's, isn't, like, it's, you know, you know, I've got to get myself a guitar. Like, I, I tried to learn guitar, that's a whole different ago. beast. I know it is, yeah, but it's, I think I can probably. Maybe not as quickly and easily as I've learned the uke, but I tried guitar years ago. Do you even have the shorthand phrase down for it? What, the uke? The ah, uke, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, I, I, evidently, uke, it's a yellow submarine printed one. It's absolutely, yeah, I got it on Amazon. Yeah, no, I tried to learn guitar years ago, right, and my hands just wouldn't make the chord shapes. They just wouldn't stretch and all that. But I think now, with having done the uke and kind of getting used to doing chord shapes, it might made the guitar a little bit easier. Also, your brain would be more developed. Yeah, well, this is it you as know? well. Yeah, so, only, I knew where the finger for meant to go. It was just literally physically getting yeah, them yeah. to make those shapes. But the, and they, there's, so um, there's things you can get in, in music shop. Stuff, to, yeah, 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 exercise your hand and yeah. spread your fingers. Yeah, and we've it's, got loads they're, they're, of squeezy balls at home because Logan loves Well, it's not even squeezy balls. There's the thing you put, it's like you, it's like timbles. And you mm -hmm. put them all on your the tips right. of your fingers, okay. and they're connected together at the middle, oh, and right. you stretch your fingers out, and they're still connected. Oh, 
So you're yeah, you're, um, you're getting refer- reverse tension as yeah. opposed to just squeezing some, and that so, builds up the the. Yeah. So the, what is it? The metacarpal resistance in the yeah, elastics yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. No, there's cool. There's loads of stuff like that now. Deadly. Yeah. When I was a kid learning learning guitar, and I haven't played it in years, it was if you want stiffer fingers, uh, soak your fingers, the tips of your fingers in vinegar. Right. Fucking stink yeah, out of And it keep me awake. It was like sleeping in a chipper. I'm holding up my hands to Dell here, actually, just on camera. You can see all the little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Calluses. Yeah. From playing the ukulele. Yeah, yeah there you loads go. Loads of them. Uh, but yeah, no, some interesting and funny April Fool's pranks that have been put, like kind of high profile April Fool's pranks that have been pulled over the years, right? In 1992, NPR, uh, National Public Radio in America, announced Richard Nixon, and I'm doing inverted commas in the air here, Richard Nixon announced his intention to run for president again in 1992. The Richard Nixon? No, it was no, an actor. No, but, but it was an actor playing the Richard Nixon. The Richard Nixon, Nixon. yeah. Christ. It announced that he was going, that caused absolute meltdown. You might remember this one, Del. In 2010, I'm going to say, when uh, Lansdowne Road was being redeveloped into the Aviva, uh, they didn't have the naming rights or anything done by by that time and uh, on april 4th the evening herald ran a story that um the naming rights had been sold to british telecom yeah and you know lansdowne road was going to become the british telecom stadium i'd never heard that you know, yeah. i'd have fucking ran in the flipped herald. out oh, i was at my blood was boiling reading it they gave it away at the end i'd say probably intentionally so that there wouldn't be a massive fallout. <laughs> So there wouldn't be a riot. Yeah, the end of the article ended with it is expected that Queen Elizabeth II will open the stadium early next year. Can you fucking imagine? Jesus. (laughs) For anyone of our international listeners, this is the the stadium where both the Irish rugby and football teams play. Can you imagine calling that British Telecom Stadium? Yeah, that would have that would have gone down incredibly well. Yeah, Uh, and then the other one, Dell, you being a blue and all that. Oh, fuck um, off. Um, Shoot Magazine in 1989, April 4th issue. I've never, ever owned any issue. Have you? At all. I used to get never. it religiously every week. My grandmother, God rest her. My other grandmother, not my Scottish one. My other grandmother, Mrs. King. She used to buy me and my cousin our issue of Shoot every single week, religiously. But on the April 4th edition of Shoot Magazine, 1989, Ian Rush on the front cover in an Everton jersey. And the headline was Transfer Shocker. Fuck's Ian Rush age. moves to Everton, yeah. Bearing in mind, this this is pre-Photoshop days, kind of, you know. Them, yeah, you know so they would have had kind of ways of doing that, but they didn't. They actually got Ian Rush in. Yeah, I was only reading it there this morning. I, I never actually realised. I always assumed it was a Photoshop job. No, they actually got him in to do it, so he was in on the gag, and they got him in to pose in an Everton jersey. That's amazing. He must have got he, he um, must have got permission for that. Yeah. Like you. Oh yeah, like you would have to. Yeah. But. Bear in mind, like, Shoot's target audience was 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, yeah, yeah. like... That's a mean fucking oh, thing to do Oh, my heart went across. I cried, I cried <laughs> my eyes out. And I know from talking to other Liverpool fans down the years, it's something that always pops up around April 4th, and, like, so many, you know, people were devastated. And then, bear in mind, only a couple of years later, it was announced, and it was around April Fool's Day as well, that Kenny Dalglish was retiring. And people thought, that's April Fool's again. But that he was actually retiring. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, no, he genuinely <laughs> was, yeah. But it was like, you know, I, 
No, that's an April Fool joke. Have, has there ever been a player that's come across the park? Oh, there has. From Liverpool. Yeah, um, Gary Ablett was one day. He yeah. went across the park. Uh, Peter Beardsley would have been another. That's right. That broke my heart. He was yeah. like, God, he was a stunning player, Peter Beardsley. I think of anyone going the other direction, mind you. Anyone, anyone come from us to you? Um, or from you to us, rather? I don't know. Honestly, you can't think of any Liverpool fans. I don't Andrew's know. on the back of a fiver to uh, I'm, I'm not to me. big on my football knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I might be a bit of a bit of a statistician when it comes to that stuff now yeah, myself. No, I don't but, do uh, that. I just get anxious about my fucking team. Yeah, I, look, I have to be honest. Right? As a Liverpool fan, I really wanted everything to go down. But I've seen over the last few weeks the impact that's having on you, and it's not pretty. It's I'm, anxiety, I'm man. For no to one, stay up. no one in yeah. my family understands yeah. it because they're all, they're all like, "Oh, we didn't fucking make Europe, or we didn't win the Champions League, yeah. or something like that." Yeah, I and mean, I'm pretty good. So well, I know what you're going through, and it's like you, you fucking don't. Yeah. You've no idea. It's not. Yeah. No, I can't. We just it. missed out on Europe. I do it, remember actually in in 2000, Bowles ended up in the relegation playoff. Are you equating? Irish football to English football because uh, our league sucks. Oh, I'm not, I don't know. I'm it's, not standing for that. I'm not happy. Vastly that. underfunded. It uh, sucks. Right. If Bowles were playing Liverpool tomorrow, I'd be screaming for Bowles. I'm sure you would. 100%. But the quality my, would just be. They're my fourth love. Is, is, that's like. It's a lot better now than it used to be, though. You know? And, and I, see the Irish, I see a lot of the, the Irish boys playing for the Irish team, like who play in the Irish league. Yeah. And they're, they're fantastic. But well, they very rarely get an Ireland call up while they're playing in the league, which is an issue in itself. It's it's but and it's not the squads that I'm having a go at. It's Evan the Ferguson. funding. It's Evan the funding. Ferguson was playing League of Ireland football last year. Yeah, but how many of them go across? I mean, I know there's been Roy Keane and there's been Seamus Coleman. Yeah, but we see, that, see, see, it's all changed now because of well, the, the, there's a few different reasons for that now, right? You have Brexit and the rules around that. They can't go over till they're eighteen now. Yeah. Right. Then you've got all the money in the Premier League now. They don't need the next Roy Keane or the next, you know, second Robbie Keane. They can go and buy the finished article now anywhere in the world. But I'm not talking about that. Their funding. I'm talking about Ireland's funding of the yeah. Irish. Oh League. yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's what that's I'm saying. the problem. Yeah. That's what when I'm I say it sucks. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. I don't mean it. the team sucks. The the lads I think are great. Facilities are the big issue. Facilities, right. funding. Yeah, I mean, as it is now, right, Dalymount Park holds, I think it's 3,800, something around that, was, right? That's now that's at the lower end of the league, unfortunately, because it, yeah. it's in bad need of, of redevelopment and steps are being taken yeah, through yeah. DCC and stuff to get that done. But we're looking at a good few years, yeah. Now, I couldn't get a ticket all of last season. Couldn't, for the love of our money, could I get a ticket for Dalymount Park last season. I hadn't got a membership or a season ticket. Um, now this year they've opened a new an away stand on the Connick Street side that holds four hundred and fifty. So that's for away fans freeing up behind the goal, the Des Kelly stand for home fans this season. So I've been lucky enough to have, to be able to get tickets in there fairly comfortably. But it's still selling out every week. I'm every not saying that's out. like yeah, and it's yeah no I'm going somewhere I'm going somewhere okay. Right? So demand is there. Yeah. Right? Unquestionably. We took 8,000 to the Aviva three times in a week during COVID because it was it was limited to 8,000 yeah. because of COVID, right? We took 8,000 three times in a week. No problem. We got to the cup final last year. There was 38,000 on it. Okay. You know, so demand is there. 
It's absolutely there, right? Quality has gone up for the reasons I've just mentioned there with the Premier League. So players are staying here longer. They're not going as kids anymore. Some of them aren't going at all. The ones who do go were getting ripped off. Right? And Damien Duff was only talking about this yesterday and I'm going to put it out there straight away. I'm not a fan of Damien Duff. I don't like I do the, like the guy. Yeah, I don't I like, like the guy's manager, but I am 100% on board with what he said this week. He said, they think we're cavemen over here. Right? An agent got in touch with him and asked him if they use GPS locators on the players over here. You okay. know, you, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. The they're browsing like, stuff like that. Of course we do. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course we're using that sort of stuff, you know. Because what do you think we are, cavemen? But what he was talking about then was, they're coming in here, the like lower league in the English clubs, right? They're offering great wages compared to what we're able to offer here, yeah. right? But the transfer fees are buttons. Yeah. And the agents are driving that. They're absolutely driving that. Like, our... Our best players. Look at Evan Ferguson, right? Yeah. Evan Ferguson went from Bowes to Brighton for probably ten grand. We even got that from. Now they're talking about him going for a hundred million pounds. Now Bowes get ten percent of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Lucky enough, well, they got a sell-on clause, but ten grand down. That's that's all obscene. I insane. I think that's all obscene anyway. But everything yeah. you've mentioned is not what I'm talking about. Right, you're on about funding from the government. Government funding of the leagues yeah. sucks. Absolutely. And it's just been in the bin all yeah. for years. But that's where I was going with the you know with the facilities because clubs can't afford to do that, any better with That's what I mean. And you look what racehorse um um horse racing's getting, look what greyhounds getting, look what the GAA get. And that's all fucking obscene on a whole different level anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just cruelty yeah. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he isn't so much, but yeah, the well, horse yeah, racing. Well, yeah, the horse racing. Right? And the but even even take the animal cruelty side out of it, and I am not in any way putting that to the side, but just saying even, even that aside, the participation, the numbers participating yeah. in those sports compared to the numbers participating in football, right? And then the disparity in the funding for... Like, horse racing is getting millions more than football and there's literally millions more people involved in Greyhound racing to getting millions more than yeah. fucking yeah. and but you see the thing it's is you, you can dispose of a horse or a dog much quicker and without being watched by officials or something much quicker and you should never be able to get rid of either no. but than you would with yeah. a, a, a sports person yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so you can fucking once it's got yeah. four legs yeah Take it out the back, man. Yeah, yeah. And and dispose of it. <laughs> no, it's interesting you actually put it like that. I never actually thought of it like that. And I do understand fully what you're saying about, you know, the animals that aren't up to scratch are usually destroyed. Like, yeah. It's sickening. Can you imagine that? You didn't score 20 goals this season. Take them out the back. And yeah, shoot. take them out the back. Gee, but that's, Can you that's, imagine returning them being put out to stud? Yeah, but that's... I mean, they're crack. Yeah, <laughs> like that. They basically have been now at this stage. Yeah, yeah. you wish. 